I want to thank you all for coming out today to hear the word of God. I know that there are a lot of things that you can be doing today, but instead you came out and you chose to hear the word of God. All right. Um, you know, in the book of Romans, it says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that says that the more you hear the word of God, the more you read the word of God, the more you study the word of God, the more you take in the word of God, the stronger you become in your faith, in the Christian faith. All right. The more you take in the word of God. The more the faith grows inside of you. All right. I can't begin to tell you how important it is to study the word of God. You know. It. It just. It just makes me so, simply put, it makes me so happy to, to, to see or to know that there are other people out there wanting to study the Word of God who, are, who is hungry for the Bible, all right? Because not a lot of people are like that. Few people are like that, in fact. So it really touches me to know that there are people like that who have a passion to study the word of God. You know, and you'll be surprised who you'll be surprised who are the ones who often study the word. All right. I'm not going to get too much into that, you know. And believe me, God loves it when his people studies his word, because as I said, you know. The, the more you study the word of God, the closer you become to him, the stronger the faith grows inside of you. All right. The stronger your faith grows and the more your faith grows. So the more you read the Bible, the closer you become to Christ Jesus and the more you know about Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus wants you to know him. He wants to be close to you. God wants to have a relationship with you. He wants that. All right. And. <laughs> I would be lying if I said that I don't appreciate it because I'm the one who's speaking the um, word. I'm the one who's bringing the word. All right. And as much as I love doing this and I do love doing this. OK. Um, and I can do this all day, every day. You know, if I if I want it, you know. And I love it. You know, I could do this for my own benefit. 
and it would benefit me still. The reason why I started this is so that I can help lead others to Christ. Okay, so the more people who listens to this, believe me, the more I appreciate it. Okay, so with that being said, all right, with that being said, okay, thank you for letting me give that introduction. I want to get to the topic that I want to talk about today. All right. Christians, we must stand up. What do I mean by we must stand up? Do I mean that for all the Christians that's sitting down in a chair right now, that's sitting down on a couch right now, we need to just stand up and exercise? No, that's not what I mean. Christians stand up. That means that Christians, we need to start taking a stand. We need to stop being closet Christians. All right. We need to stop being inside Christians, indoor Christians. All right. We need to stop being closed mouth Christians. And these are words I'm just making up, but they make sense. Right. <laughs> we need to stop hiding our faith. Okay. You know, I hear this so much, all right? Whether it be talking about Christianity or whatever it is, I often hear people say, you know, oh, I'll just lead by example. You know, I'll just lead by example. Okay? That's all well and good. You know, but a lot of times people, they just say, oh, they'll lead by example because they don't want to say anything. That's just an excuse. You know. Oh, I'll lead by example. You know, if somebody sees me doing something. Then they'll want to jump in and they'll start doing the same thing as me. What kind of logic is that? What kind of logic is that? All right, let me paint a scenario for you, okay? I'm in my front yard. I'm working. I'm doing hard work, all right? I'm leading by example, all right? If I do hard work, other people will see me, and these people will start to, start to do hard work too, okay? So I'm in my front yard. I'm doing hard work, okay? Someone's... Walking down the street, they walk past my house, they look at me. Are these people going to say, hey, that guy's doing hard work. I think I'm going to do hard work. I mean, honestly, is that person really going to say that? No. I mean, obviously, that guy has his own life. All right. That guy's walking down the street because obviously he has somewhere he needs to be. Is he just going to drop everything and say, hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, you know, do some hard work with you because, hey, you're leading by example. That's a great example that you're showing me. You know, leading by example is good and all. But what that means is, yes, OK, you have to do the work. OK, still at the same time, you have to teach that person. Verbally. OK. 
say, you know, hey, you know, come on, you, you have to work hard. If you want something, you have to work hard at it. All right. Or or whatever. But you have to teach that person. Don't just lead by example. What is that? What is that telling somebody? That's literally telling that person nothing. That person sees you doing something. What's that person supposed to get from that? Okay. And that brings me back to what I'm saying. Christians stand up. So many people. And right now I'm referring to Christians. They say, you know, oh, Christians stand up. You know, Sure. I'm, I'm just going to lead by example. I'm going to live the Christian life. And other people will see me living the Christian life and other people will want to live the Christian life. I'm going to put two holes in that logic right there. One, all right, as I just said, okay, not going to say the whole thing over again, but as I just said, you know, with, all right, me, given the analogy of me working in my front yard, someone sees that they're just going to drop everything and start helping me. No, it's not going to happen. Okay. And two, let's say that that does happen. Okay. Let's say someone sees me living the Christian life. Okay. Now all of a sudden they're just going to want to give up their old life and they're going to want to start doing what I'm doing. That's great. But that still doesn't teach them about salvation. That still doesn't teach them about Christ Jesus. That still doesn't teach them about the gospel and how Christ Jesus is the son of God. That doesn't teach them about the Bible. That just teaches them how to how to live a Christian life that teaches them how to. OK, yeah, live, live a morally righteous life. And yes, we do need that nowadays. OK, but still we need to do more than just show people. We need to teach people. A lot of times people say, oh, I'm just going to live by I'm just going to lead by example. That's not leading. I think sometimes people use that as a cop out because they are afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus. So they say, I'm going to lead by example because that sounds equally as good. It equally makes them sound like they're still a leader. And it probably makes them sound even more like a leader because they say, hey, if they don't want to follow me. That's their problem. I'm still going to do what I'm doing. I'm still going to lead by example. If they don't want to follow me. That's their problem. So it probably makes you seem like even a more stand-up guy. So I think people often use that 
oh, I'm just going to lead by example. I think people use that as a cop-out sometimes. They use that all the time, um, particularly in sports. All right. Um, maybe um, in the parental community, you know. Sometimes parents may say, oh, I'm just going to lead by example, you know. I don't have to say anything to my kids. I'm just going to lead by example. Christians, we need to start taking a stand. We look at how the world is today. We look at what's going on in the world today. All right. I believe that it's it's very important that. All right. We as people, all right, not just Christians, but we as people, I believe that it's very important that we travel, okay? Traveling is very important. It's great that we see the world. It's great that we see different people, okay? Still, not everybody can afford to travel just like that. Not everybody can just get up at the snap of a finger and say, hey, you know what? Let's go to the other side of the world. Or, hey, you know what? Let's just leave the state. Not everybody can do that. Okay. Still, you just read the news and see what's going on the other side of the world. All right. You just you just look at the news and see what's going on in your own city. Okay. And it's just so amazing. With all of this wickedness that's going on in the world today. Even in a person's own city. Alright. And that's reason to tell yourself. And to tell other Christians that hey it's time to stand up. And it's time to take a stand. And it's time to start speaking Christ's name. What do I mean by speaking Christ's name? Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 1. I'm going to read verses 15 through 17. Romans chapter 1 verses 15 through 17. Romans chapter 1 verses 15 through 17. Paul writes, so as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. One of the particular things that I want to point out is in verse 15 that I read. When Paul writes, so as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel 
to you who are in Rome also. He didn't just say to you who are in Rome. As in, okay, I'm only preaching the gospel to Rome. He said Rome also. In other words, I'm not just preaching to the people in Rome. I'm preaching to the people um, in Philippi. I'm preaching to the people in Ephesus. I'm preaching to the people in Thessaloniki. I'm preaching to um, the people in Syria. I'm preaching to the people in Jerusalem. I'm preaching to the people um, in Galatia. Oh, and I'm preaching to the people in Rome also. All right. We must not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. You know. Um. I would say one of the most biggest inspirations in my life, one of the most biggest inspirations in my life is, and I'm going to tell you a short story. Maybe it'll be short. I'm not sure. But it's not that long. Um, one of the biggest inspirations in my life is somebody that I didn't even know. Didn't know their name. I never spoke to this person before. This person didn't even know who I was. I never met this person before. And yet, he was one of the most biggest influences in my life. I'm going to tell you how. When I was living in Louisiana, all right, this is... um. This was not long before I moved back to Florida, okay? When I was living in Louisiana, at the time, all right, um, there was a period of about three weeks, okay, where um, my dad, he was back in Florida. Um, I was staying in the house all by myself. In his big house all by myself, right? And my brother, you know, not far, not far at all. I'd say probably about half a mile from from where I lived at the time. He had his own apartment, okay? He had his own apartment. So... I really didn't like being in this house all by myself because it was a huge house, especially didn't like being in this house all by myself at night, you know, because, again, it was a huge house and, you know, it anyways. So around evening time. All right. Um, I say around. Probably, I'm guessing, about 6, 6.30, around the 
twilight time, you know, where it's like the stars are shining and, but it's not fully dark yet, you know. So anyway, around this time, I would leave my house. I would start walking to my brother's apartment. And in order to get to my brother's apartment, there was this long stretch of road. Okay, this long stretch of road that I would have to walk down. Okay, and every time I walked down the stretch of road, it, it was very crowded. All right, a lot of people would be riding their cars up and down this road. A lot of people would be hanging outside of their house. Okay, and I would just be walking down this road. And every time I walked down this road, halfway down this road, there was this truck always parked to the side of the road. It was, I think, a white. I think it was white. And it was just a small pickup truck. Old, small pickup truck. And in the back was an amplifier. All right. In the back was an amplifier. The back truck window was open. The wire went through the back truck window. And I'm guessing it connected to the dashboard or whatever. I don't know. And so the amplifier was hanging out of the um, truck. Or the back of the truck. And connected to it was a microphone. Alright. This guy, every evening. Alright. He would... He would be standing in the back of his truck, you know, real dressed real sharp, you know, button down shirt, pair of jeans, you know, whatever. And he would just be reading from his Bible, preaching, you know, just right out the microphone, right out of the back, right out of the back of his truck. Wasn't preaching to a congregation. He was just preaching to whoever would listen, whoever heard him. All right. I, I would see people laughing at him, pointing at him, you know, and this guy, he would just keep on preaching, you know, and for these three weeks, every day, okay, every 21 day, every day for 21 days, I would walk to my brother's apartment and every single day I would see this guy in his truck preaching. I walk past this guy and my ear would just catch this guy. I wouldn't say nothing to him. I wouldn't even stop to listen. But I would hear him and I would pay attention to what he would say whenever I passed him. And I would think to myself, I'm like, wow. The thing that this guy is doing, just preaching the word. All right. Out of the back of his truck. All right. He's not doing it inside of a church. He's not doing it where. He has. Deacons and bishops backing him up. Not asking for any kind of not asking for for tithing, not ask, not asking for people to tithe. All right. Um, 
no air condition. All right, no pews set up. Just right out of the back of his truck. And I'm like, wow. That's all I could really say is this this guy has a real boldness about him. All right. This guy is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. I never said hi to him. He never said hi to me. I would just glance at him every time I would walk by. Okay. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he is still there at that same spot. Hopefully he's still preaching the gospel. All right. However, it may be. But this guy had a huge influence on my life. This is a guy that as a Christian. He told himself that, hey. It's time to take a stand. We need to stand up as Christians. And if you aren't going to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't care if I have to preach out of the back of my truck. I'm going to do it. That had a big influence on me. All right. And I would like to think that that took that took part. And me rededicating my life to the Lord, whether it was a big part or a small part, I like to think that hearing this guy and him being an influence on me, I like to think that um, he played a part in me rededicating my life to the Lord, all right? And... This was like eight years ago, all right? And I remember it very vividly. I don't think I'm ever going to forget it. That is how we as Christians need to be. That is how we as Christians need to be. We need to stand up and start speaking the name of Christ Jesus. We need to stop fear. We need to stop fearing to speak the name of Christ Jesus. And we need to start speaking the name of Christ Jesus. All right. We need to stop caring what people will think when we mention Christ Jesus' name. And we need to start speaking the name of Christ Jesus. All right? Now, am I saying that everybody needs to go out and buy a truck and everyone needs to park on the side of the road and everyone needs to start... Um, preaching like how this one guy had start like this one guy had started preaching. No, I'm not saying that at all. All right, God has a purpose for every one of His people. Okay, but we do need to stand up. 
All right. Again, am I saying that, you know, we need to start, you know, going in in the middle of traffic and with a sign? Um, and I'm not trying to be funny at all. Do we need to go in the middle of traffic with the sign on on our um, stomach that says the end is near? I'm not saying that either. Okay, we need to do it in a way that people will take us seriously. Okay, but we do need to start speaking the gospel. All right, and believe me, believe me, there are more people out there that would be willing to hear the word of God than you may think, all right? A lot of people out there, they're saying, oh, you know, pe people are, you know, people, they're, they're killing Christians, you know, they, they don't want to hear the gospel anymore. They're just rejecting God, you know, and they're speaking all these negative things about other people. You know what? All of these people who are doing these things, a lot of these people have never heard the truth about Christ Jesus. If any of them, all right, if any of them, because I believe that if these people really truly heard the gospel of Christ Jesus, that the power of Christ Jesus would overtake any hatred, any sin that is in their heart. All right? Not to mention we're living in a time where people, they're thinking to themselves, you know, okay, why is this happening? What is the answer to this? What is the answer to that? And because very few Christians are out there spreading the gospel, they're turning to other things. People are lying to them and saying, oh, I know what the answer is. Oh, I have the answer. The answer is in this. The answer is in that. And they are misleading people. There are so many opportunities out there to spread the gospel of Christ Jesus. And yet we are afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus. We need to start spreading the word of God. As I said, all right, do we need to be, you know, all strange about it do we need to be all crazy about it all right do we need to start yelling in people's faces and stuff like that no we need to do it in a way that people will take us seriously all right but we do need to start speaking the word of god i'm talking to everybody in every situation 
who call themselves Christians. I'm telling them to start standing up for Christ at their job. Start on standing up for Christ in their neighborhood. All right. Start standing up for Christ in your church. You'll be surprised how many churches don't even want to hear Jesus. They don't. They want to go to church to feel good about themselves. They want to find a church that has a big cross. Okay. So that everybody can see it so that they can show out to everybody and says, yeah, I'm a Christian. On Sundays. And that's as far as it can go. But even when they go to church, they just want to sit in the pew for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And that's it. Even a lot of pastors are afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus. And I don't even understand that. We, a lot of times we need to start standing up for Christ Jesus in our own church. And that's so sad, but it's so true. And it's something that we have to do. You say, well, how do you not understand that, you know, some pastors are, what's to understand? You know, some pastors are afraid that, you know, people will shut down the church, that people will shut down their church if they say the wrong thing. You know, what's, what's so hard to understand about that? What I don't understand about that is... How can they call themselves a pastor and be afraid to speak Christ's name? If you're going to be afraid to speak Christ's name, that is your business. But don't go around calling yourself a Christian. Don't go around calling yourself a pastor. Don't go around trying to be somebody you're not. Okay. If you are afraid to speak Christ's name, if you are afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus, that is your issue. All right. But don't pretend to be some righteous pastor. When you're afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus. That is what I don't understand. That is what I don't understand. You'll be surprised how many people want to hear the word of God. They're longing for some kind of answer. For some kind of reason why this is happening. Why am I feeling so depressed? What's the answer to get rid of this depression? What is the answer to get rid of this stress? How come I can't find a job? Why is there so much pain happening in my life? What is the answer to get rid of all of this pain in my life?
Somebody give me an answer. Somebody give me a reason. I'm at a point in my life where I'll just take any kind of answer. There are so many people out there that have reached that point. They're at a point in their life where they will just take any kind of answer. But because so many people are afraid to speak the gospel of Christ Jesus, someone else jumps in and takes and takes that opportunity. Someone else jumps in and takes advantage of that opportunity. And they end up misleading this person because this person was willing to accept any answer that this person that this person may say, you know what, that's really strange. But you know, I asked for an answer. This person apparently came at me with an answer. So hey, guess this is the answer. I guess Buddhism is the answer. I guess Hinduism is the answer. I guess Islam is the answer. Or then there may be those people where they says, I know that there has to be some kind of God. I know that there that there has to be, you know, I know that God has to have some kind of plan in my life. I just don't understand. Somebody, please. And because no Christian wants to jump in and help this person understand. Old Mr. Atheist comes along. Old Mr. Devil comes along. And he starts saying, come on. Do you really believe in God? Will God really let this happen to you? Do you really believe that there is some kind of God? No way. God, no kind of God will let this happen to you. And then this person starts saying, you know what? I guess you're right. Yeah, you know what? You're kind of right. No God will let this happen to me. You're right. And then now this person doesn't believe in God anymore. We need to start standing up for Christ Jesus. We need to start taking a stand for Christ Jesus and say that, hey, what these people are doing over here is wrong. What these people are doing over here is wrong. What these people are doing over there is wrong. What these people are doing over there is wrong. Call me what you will. But we as Christians, we need to start taking back our schools. We need to start taking back our workplaces. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, but we as Christians need to start taking back our churches. As sad as that is to say. We as Christians need to start taking back our offices. We as Christians need to start taking back politics. That's right. That's right. I'm going there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going there. Because Christ needs to go there. Christ needs to be there. That's where we need to take Christ.
is what I'm trying to say. We need to start taking Christ in, 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 into, into these parts. We need to start, we need to start on uh, speaking Christ's name to, 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 to these 15 year olds who are on the block selling drugs, who never heard of Christ Jesus before, who, 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 who doesn't have parents that will teach them anything. We need to start bringing Christ to these 15-year-old kids selling drugs and, 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 and who are toting guns because their dads are selling drugs, because their dads are toting guns, because their mother are doing who knows what, because they're, all right? We need to start bringing the Lord to these people, to these kids. Christian women, we need to start bringing the Lord to these young ladies who are standing on the street corners doing who knows what. Some selling drugs, some selling their bodies. It's sad, but it's true. We need to start going into the prisons. All right. You will be surprised how many prisoners want to know more, mind you, I said more about the gospel of Christ Jesus, all right? There are a lot of prisoners inside prison who know Christ Jesus. Only problem is they don't know enough about Christ Jesus. You'll be surprised how many Christians are in prison. The only problem is they don't know as much as they should know about Christ Jesus. And yes, there are Christian ministries. There are. But they are not nearly as much as they should be. And it's sad. It really is. All right? It really is sad. Matthew 5, verses 14. Book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 14. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. We as Christians, we are the ones who need to go out there. And start letting people know. That hey, Christ Jesus is the answer. You know, it might not seem like a lot, but this is something that this is something that really does get to me in a good way is that 
let's say I'm driving down the road sometimes and how many of you have ever seen that billboard that says Jesus is the answer how many of you have ever seen that billboard Jesus is the answer all right I don't exactly know where it is but maybe some of you have seen it before the bill the whole entire billboard is um, I think it's like gold and in black bold letters I think they're all caps it says Jesus is the answer all right now to get a billboard sign like that you have to go into the city and when I say city I mean like City Hall you have to talk to somebody and you have to say hey I wanna get this billboard put up alright and you have to pay for it you have to pay a certain amount of money for it alright now just something simple like that can go a long way saying something like Jesus is the answer because a lot of people are going to drive past that billboard and a lot of people are going to see that billboard alright it might not seem like much but it is alright You know, really, <clears throat> I just read um, Matthew chapter 5, verses 14. You know, really, I, I should have started at the verse before that. Um, Matthew chapter 5, verses 13. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> So I'm going to read Matthew um, chapter 5, verses 14 again. Only this time I'm going to start at Matthew chapter 5, <clears throat> verses 13. Christ Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the earth, I mean, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You know, this is a great analogy that Christ used. Verse 14 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. I'm going to go back to verse 13. As I said, this is a great analogy that Christ used. This is actually one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I mean, I have a lot of favorite verses in the Bible. <laughs> okay. 
But this one really stands out to me. The reason why this verse stands out to me is because this tells us how we as Christians should be. Not how we should live, but in so many words, this tells us how we should not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. For those who don't know what Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 means, I'm going to read it again and then I'm going to explain it. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the salt of the earth. Who is you? You is referring to those who believe in Christ. All right. Not just the believers in Christ, but the believers in Christ who are spreading the word of God. So what it's saying is. We are the believers who are spreading the word of God to the earth. All right. So if we. The believers of God who are. Spreading the word of God loses its flavor. As in other words, if we are the believers of if we the believers of God who are supposed to be spreading the word are no longer spreading the word. Then how shall the earth be seasoned? Then how is the earth going to know the gospel? If we are not spreading the word. So, if the earth is not receiving the word of God because we as believers in God are not spreading the word, then we as believers in God aren't good for anything. We are not good for anything. We are good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. In other words, we're useless. If we're not spreading the word of God to the rest of the world, to, to those who do not know the gospel of Jesus Christ, if we are not spreading the word of God, then we're useless. What's the point of even being a Christian if we're not spreading the word of God, if we're not trying to lead others to Christ Jesus? How are other people going to know about Christ Jesus? It's our responsibility as Christians. It is our responsibility as Christians. It is that is our number one priority as Christians. Yes. All right. When we receive salvation. All right. 
we are no longer condemned to hell, all right? When we receive salvation, all right, we are automatically reserved a seat in heaven. Yes, that is the best part about salvation, all right? No matter what, all right? However, as long as we on as long as we are on earth, our number one priority until we get to heaven, our number one priority is to lead others to Christ. And to help lead others to Christ. That is our number one priority. And if we are not going to take that priority seriously, if we are not going to spread the word of Christ Jesus to others, then we're useless. What's the point of even being a Christian? What's the point of even living the Christian life? All right. So Christians, believers in Christ Jesus, it is time that we take a stand for Christ Jesus. Not just because we should, but because it is our responsibility. Not only because it is our responsibility, but because it is our number one priority as long as we are on this earth. As Christians, it is our number one priority as long as we are on this earth. Yes, as Christians, we have a lot of responsibilities. There are a lot of priorities that come with being a Christian. But our number one priority, one that comes above all, is spreading the gospel of Christ Jesus. All right. Trying to lead others to Christ Jesus. Not just doing it to an not just doing it to an extent so that you can feel good about yourself. Not just going out, all right, to somewhere and says, "Hi. Can I pray for you?" You know, Hi, Jesus loves you. You know. And then that's it. And now you feel good about yourself because, hey, you spoke to somebody. You mentioned Christ Jesus name to somebody who never knew Christ Jesus before. OK, but did you really try and lead them to Christ Jesus? We need to be the salt of the earth. You would be surprised how many Christians nowadays, how many, how many people nowadays, how many Christians nowadays have lost their flavor. 
There are useless Christians out there. There are useless Christians out there that are good for nothing. That's right. There are good for nothing Christians out there. To put to 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 put it bluntly. I can say it plain and simple to somebody. If I ask if I ask someone else who if I have a conversation with someone else and I ask this person, "Hey, are you a Christian?" Yes. Are you spreading the gospel of Christ Jesus to others? Well, you know, I, I just don't have enough time. You know, I mean, I'm just so busy with work and stuff. Man, you a useless Christian. You are a useless Christian. You, you are a good for nothing Christian. Plain and simple. You, you may be a Christian, but you know what? You're a good for nothing Christian. To be blunt about it. That's right. You are. You're a good for nothing Christian. Are you a Christian? Yep. Have you been spreading the gospel of Christ Jesus? You know, I've just been so busy lately, you know, with um, uh, what have I been busy with? Um, let me think of something so I can get this guy off of my back. Um, grocery shopping, you know, you're a good for nothing Christian. We need to take a stand for Christ. Or, excuse me. We need to stand up. We as Christians need to stand up. And, I mean, I could talk forever about this subject, but I think I'm going to close right here. And I'm going to close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, O Lord. I thank you for the reading of your word, Heavenly Father. I pray, O Lord, that you just continue to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in the reading of your word, O Lord. And help us to apply your word to our everyday life, Heavenly Father. Help us, O oh Lord, and just give us a boldness, Lord Jesus, to just stand up and speak your name, Christ Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, give us a boldness so that, we, so that we may want to spread the gospel. Thank you, O oh Lord God. In your name I pray. Amen. I'm going to close right there with a Bible verse and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart that is taken from Galatians chapter 6 verses 9 thank you all <laughs>